Hey there, We Can't Wrestle Podcast listeners. If you haven't noticed, we have switched our server to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Highly recommended by me and everybody else here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Listening to the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Now it's time for our host, Nate Manson. Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to episode 151 of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Nate Maxson, your host, here with you, along with my brother Aaron. Hola. And Senor Archie Mitchell, of course. Como esta? Thank you for joining us this week, everybody, as we continue here on the WrestleNet Radio Podcast Network with your flagship show, the We Can't Wrestle podcast. And this week, we're going we're gonna to do something a little different. We don't talk about the modern yeah. product a lot here on the show. Um, but we decided that, well... The number of releases the WWE has made in the year 2021 could fill a WCW roster <laughs> this year. World so, War Three, World War Three pay per view, and then some. Yeah, World War Three pay per view. On this women. list, on this list, they could have a World War Three battle royal and have nine guys not in it. Yes, <laughs> right. They could fill in the rest of the card, <laughs> and that is just this year. On that list, do we have the people that were released yesterday? Yes. Okay. So there you go. It is. It it just keeps building. And my question, I have two two things I want to bring up before we get into this list. Firstly, is it me or is it, and Archie, you probably could speak to this better than Aaron or I. Aaron is is like 20% modern product. At this point in my life, I'm probably 75% modern product. I... There's stuff I skip, right. I fast forward a lot, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, you do I'm your show. Well. You, well, but you do your show on the modern product. You watch well, the shows right. a little more in depth than we do. I really watch. Right. I, mean, I, I, I I watch what I want on the TV shows. I skip stuff. I usually watch full pay per views, you know. But my question about the first question is: with WWE releasing all these people and AEW signing so many people. Is AEW already putting themselves in the weeds? Yes, because they only have, in all honesty, five hours of TV between the two YouTube channels they have, uh, uh, Rampage on Friday and then Dynamite on Wednesday. Mm. Five hours of TV is not a lot of television to showcase 100 people on your roster. Well, when you have... And then they bring in new people, you know... 
Yeah, and when you have main event, that much main event talent on one right. show, then you get to the point where are you just like WWE, where people are like, oh, this guy, you're 50-50 booking. This guy's not getting the push he deserves. This guy's not getting the push he deserves. I mean, half well, the time. It happened recently with Miro. It mm-hmm. happened recently with Miro. He lost the TNT title. We didn't see him for three weeks except for in promos that were taped. And then all of a sudden, he's back in the world title tournament. And he only had to wrestle two matches instead of the four everybody else did. You know right. what I mean? Because they needed fill-in because Moxley had to go into rehab. So, the, the, the you know, they thank God they had Miro on the roster, a big name that they could put in. But in all honesty, Miro would have not been back, that means, for at least another three or four weeks had Moxley not gone into rehab or a punk would have took the spot or someone else, you know. Right. So. And, and speaking of punk... I have a critique. Mm-hmm. All right. So going into fully full gear, I almost said fully loaded going into full gear. Yeah. Punk and Kingston was obviously the, the best thing on television. Yes. And I think I said a couple of weeks ago, or maybe we were just, just talking about it. Maybe it wasn't even on the show, but I think that punk and Kingston almost had a, Bret Hart, Steve Austin chemistry to the feud. Yes. Uh, it, yes. Was a, it was a star-making rivalry. I think you right. could have gotten you could have gotten six months out of it. And here's the problem. Here's the problem with AEW. They move too fast. Mike Roy booking. Yes. Because Kingston and Punk are done, aren't they? They've they're kind of well, moving on. They're not done. But they moved on. Punk interrupted uh, MJF, which I think mm-hmm. would be a great feud. But I look, Kingston originally started with Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. They had a great match. Bryan won, and it, Kingston never actually submitted. He passed out. I would have liked that feud to have continued. Mm-hmm. But we immediately went to Punk versus Kingston. Okay, great. But you got one match and two weeks worth of promo out of it. And now you're immediately going to MJF versus Punk. Great feud, but I want to see what Kingston still has in him against Punk. Exactly, that's exactly what you I'm saying. I mean? Like you're, you're hot. The entire promotion is hot shot all the time. Nothing. They don't let they don't let any stories like uh, simmer or percolate or anything. Right. It's just exactly month to month. To say the same thing. Yeah. So you eventually are you going to run out of rivalries? You know, because I don't know. Right. It's just. It bothers me. It bothers me because you have magic in a bottle <clears throat> like they had with Punk and Kingston, and they just rushed it. And right. I don't know. I, right. I don't get it. Don't same get it. same could be said with Darby Allen and MJF. They had a great feud, one month full of great booking with promos. They had an incredible 30-minute match on pay-per-view. And now it's just like, okay, here's MJF going towards Punk, which is the bigger star, and they're giving Darby Allen Billy Gunn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Billy ass. Really? I, look, I like Billy Gunn. I like Billy Gunn. I have no no issue with him. But Billy Gunn is a 90s star. So mm-hmm. why did Darby mm-hmm. Allen have to be the one that go back in time while yet MJF is getting the hot shot feud with CM Punk? Right. You know. Well, that's... It's... Just, uh, it's you know. That's they need to slow down with... Look, if you want to... See, this is my problem with, with, with AEW. And I'll, I'll say this and then we'll go into our list. With this whole, you know, we've heard it been said every week, the forbidden door. 
right? Mm-hmm. The Forbidden yep. Door. It's open in AEW. That door has now been opened that anyone from any company can walk in. Wonderful. Shouldn't that mean then we should let some of this talent that's been released go to Impact, New Japan, MLW, and NWA, and then through the Forbidden Door, we could use those wrestlers, but not overdo our roster. You know, if we're all working together anyway, against WWE is what it seems, because they're the higher power and the evil, you know, conglomerate, why aren't we working together that we all pay for the talent and... This way, AEW doesn't have 100 people on their roster. Yeah. And this way, everybody shares in the wealth. That, you know, that's the way I look at it. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's easier that way. Yeah. You know? It's, it, I don't know. It's, uh, and I guess, like you, I like the, I like the term microwave booking because that's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they don't let anything heat up slow anymore. But then again, neither is WWE lately. Everything has been fast forwarded and everything's one month and then you move on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for that one month, you get treated to six rematches because they're on every show. And, right. You know, you get tired of it immediately. So I don't know who's doing the better job, actually. <laughs> well, what we're going to do on this week's microwave booking is like they put the bowl in there but forgot to take the fork out and just blew the shit up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> well put. What we're going to do here is uh, Aaron has the list of the, what did you say, 69? Is that what 69 it was? 69 people. 69 superstars released by WWE in 2021. Technically 70, but one of these people is a tag team. So 70 okay. people. The okay. and, and, and we're going to go through the names. And uh, if there's anything Archie or I or Aaron have to comment on these names, uh, we're gonna chime in. If not, if it's somebody, we're all like, eh, we're just gonna go. Nope, nope. Move nope. on, right? But yeah, just to discuss, right. you know, what what the poten- what potential those people had, or or how WWE fucked it up, or maybe even how AEW's fucking it up now. So we'll figure right. it all out. Aaron, why don't you go ahead and start right. the list? I looked at this list and I actually wrote everybody down in the order that. Um, the site that Arch sent me had them being released. So patient zero in this fucking thing is Wesley Blake. That guy I will speak on was very good. Was very good. Yes. Um, Him and Murphy were a great tag team. And, and I think that, that uh, I didn't get a fair shake. You know, just didn't get didn't get a fair shake. Uh, I agree with Nate one hundred percent, and um, I think that that would have been a guy that should have stayed in NXT with Buddy Murphy a little longer. They should have developed that tag team a little more to be a dominant tag team there, and then been brought up to the main roster as a tag team mm-hmm. instead of Buddy Murphy going on to be a cruiserweight star, and then the whole Mysterio thing and Wesley Blake kind of just floundering. One right. minute he was with Jackson Riker, then he was with King Corbin, and then he was fired. Bad booking <laughs> by WWE. Bo Dallas. Um, uh, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that was a big loss at this time. I think that he had potential back when, back when he was the NXT champion, right. and the uh, the Bo Leaves stuff when he first came in. But by the time he was released. Right. 
Yeah, he'd been he'd been put through the the pasta maker. They yeah they they basically you know that that way that in the army they beat you down to build you back up. It's like Vince McMahon beat him down and never built him back up. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's a pity. Uh, Kalisto. Good talent. Not a lot to say. Missed though. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, not not a whole lot to say. But as a cruiserweight, missed opportunity because he wasn't that much involved in the division. But he really never got the WWE style. So feel free to chime in if you have any comments on any of these people here. Oh well, uh Kalisto is uh is um uh Sincaro with talent. Sorry, I mean Yeah, but not that much. But not that much. <laughs> no, he could actually hit his moves. I'll give him that. I don't know. Did you see him you don't watch AEW? I don't know if you saw his match recently in AEW. No. He didn't he fight every did he fight F P R though? Yeah, it was him and uh that, that was he, him and one of the other that was, luchadors. That's stupid yeah. to even have FTR fighting those guys. Um Well Tucker Knight. No comment. Shouldn't have been shouldn't have been taken away from Otis and then released too quickly. They didn't even give him a chance to see what he would do on his own. Chelsea Green. Um big loss. Yeah. Big loss. Big, big loss, yeah. Um she's a if they would have let her go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just All gonna right, say well, she's a she's a do... <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> go ahead, Nate. You go for All right. She's a she's a hell of a talent. Um she's a hell of a worker and a hell of a loss for WWE. I don't know why. I almost look at and I'm not um She's not as good. Aaron knows I'm a I'm a I was a big and still am a big Gail Kim mark. She's not as good, mm-hmm. I think, as Gail Kim, but there aren't many that are. But she is I I call missing I call missing the boat on her the equivalent to missing the boat on Gail Kim. She's the one that did the hot mess. I think had they Yeah. Yes, in TNA. Had they let her do that in, in WWE and in, in NXT? Uh, and then on the main roster, I think it would have been a great character for her. But had they actually let her wrestle, too? Because it seems like they rushed her to do all these... You know that whole Emolution thing they did? Mm-hmm. It's like they gave that to her for a little while. And then all of a sudden, they rushed her into the ring in a match with Charlotte Flair in a tag match. She got injured, and then all of a sudden, oops, we're going to fire you. Right. So, But she's doing great in the NWA now, and in Impact, so... I'm glad that she's at least landed on her feet and is going to be able to still be a wrestler and, you know, do good work. Um, Next one is uh, Archie's favorite, Mickey James. (laughs) Mm. I like Mickey. I like Mickey. Um, I think that, I think that at this point, and I'm, I don't know, I, I, I know there's plenty, there's, you know, AJ Styles in his forties and Randy Orton's in his late thirties, early forties. So I can't really speak to age, but I think at this point in her career, she's probably better served as like a trainer or something. But I, I've always liked Mickey. Me too. See, that's for me. It's not age. I, I don't want anybody to think I'm being an ageist and say, "Oh, she's got to retire." No, she can still wrestle, in my opinion, because she can still go. Mm. But she wants to be in the spotlight. You want to be the women's champion. 
and there are other women on that roster who can wrestle just as good at her as her, if not better. And then after you were fired and you made the whole big deal like getting your stuff in a bag of garbage, which was wrong on WWE's part, you went to NWA and you used your husband's power as a world heavyweight champion to get an all-women's pay-per-view, which eventually led to you winning the Impact World Women's World title. So I just think that she used her power outside of, you know, uh, the WWE to get what she wanted and to prove that she was right. She could still go and be in the spotlight. I, I just think it's wrong. I don't think it's a major loss on WWE's part, though. All right. Um, the next two, I'll say their names together because they were a team. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Bye-bye. They annoy me anyway. World. They they were annoying. I will get, yeah, they were very annoying. They're, it's not a major loss because there's 20 other women on the roster that look just as good as them. All right, the next guy um, got released and came back, and it's Samoa Joe. Bad booking. Yeah, um, and now that uh, Triple H isn't in charge of NXT anymore, he has now disappeared again. Um, right. Did he get hurt? He said he did. Yeah, he was uh, supposedly uh, the concussion he had that he came back from re-arose, and they were, for precaution, telling me he had to sit out till they could clear him again. Okay. So. Well, I still think when he does come back, it's the. It, it, I mean, with Triple H not in charge of NXT anymore, that that ship has sailed. Um, yeah. On on this list, they had everybody's like tweets about like leaving or whatever, <laughs> and Joe was the one that popped me the most, and it was that last shot of uh, uh, Jim Carrey on the Truman Show, mm-hmm. walk, like waving and walking out, like that was, <laughs> that was his tweet. That's like, yeah. right. <laughs> I just thought that was fun. I don't know. Well, just well, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> so walking the thing out about the- Joe is. This was 50-50, in my opinion, on Joe. Because when they did give him a push, he got injured. So do you do you trust somebody on your roster to be a major player who's going to get injured every six months? Or do you, you know, push him for the sake of his name value and how great he is? And if he gets injured, you give him a pass. You know what I mean? It, it, was, right. it wasn't all their fault. But he really never got the fair shake on the main roster that he was going to get anyway. Because they had Braun Strowman, uh, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar kind of taking up the entire focal point of that part of the roster. Mm -hmm. All right. Steve Cutler. I don't have any comment on Steve Cutler. Don't know enough about him. Yeah. All right. Don't know enough about him. Next guy is like the super freak Lars Sullivan. (laughs) Uh, I wasn't a fan anyway. (laughs) No. Super freak. No. Super freak. Oh, this is um, a freak. Yeah. And a Nazi or something, too. Isn't yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And apparently did uh, did adult movies, but not for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not a um, fan. That's the least of the not worst things that I did or said. Right. He's like a, he's like a less talented Snitsky. 
Hey, you leave Gene Snitsky alone. I didn't. I didn't say Snitsky wasn't talented. I just said Lars Sullivan is a less talented Snitsky. It I, wasn't I my fault. Am I supposed I to? Oh yeah, there you go. I, Am I supposed to subjugate my let myself yeah. be subjugated to that abuse? <laughs> Am I supposed to subjugate myself to King's abuse? Yeah. Anyway. Um Andrade. Um Major loss. Yeah, although I think um one thing I will say is it sounds to me like with him, from everything I've heard, AEW kind of um inherited a pain in the ass behind the scenes. Um but to me it's a prima donna. Yeah, sounds like he's kind of a kind of a prima donna. Um and I think he's great in the ring. I really do. There's just something there was always something about him that was missing to me. I can't put my finger on it. And no it's not it's, it's not his promos. It's not the language thing. It's there's something about him no. that's just that's I can't put my finger on it though. But he, yeah, you're right, Archie. It was it was a spark. it was a loss for WWE. But another thing is, I will say, is he's another victim of AEW having so many big names signed because right. he doesn't come off as big a name as he should because of that. Well, they're trying though. They're trying to push him in the right direction by putting him with Cody and Pac and. You know what I mean? Messing around with MJF and everything like that. And that's great. But I think that with WWE, they kind of went with him. What they did, you know, they first he was with Zelina Vega, then they took her away from him. They put him with Angel Garza. It kind of reminded me of what they did with Kenzo Suzuki and uh, Rene Dupree. Mm-hmm. They just took two foreigners and threw them together. We're like, you're a tag team now. But why? Well, because neither one of you speak English. Oh, okay. You know, they should have let, I mean? <laughs> let him keep his magical top hat. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it just—he's he, a great wrestler. On that alone, it's a missed talent. All right, the next person I'm probably gonna butcher her first name. I, I'm assuming it's a woman. Is Jessamay Duke? Jessamay Duke. Yes. I don't. Yes. I don't. I don't, I don't have fighter. a. I don't have a lot to say on her. If okay. anything, I think the only reason she got signed was to make Ronda Rousey happy. And then when Ronda decided she wasn't coming back anymore, they kept her around for as long as they could and then said bye. So. Right. Santana Garrett? Yes. Um, I, I don't know who know that is. is? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. She's, she's, actually, she's actually wrestled all over the world, Nate. NWA, Shimmer, Shine. Uh, she's now back in – she's an AW and an Impact. And a Nickelodeon. She just doesn't have an it factor. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, she's uh, she just doesn't have enough factor for them. All right. so. um, Ruby Riot missed opportunity with her. She is she is yes she is better than WWE ever let her be. I agree. Right. Uh, right. Lana. And- I kind of, oh, who? I thought you were still going to talk about what? Ruby Riot. Yeah, I yeah. I could... uh, go ahead. No, I was just moving to the next person. So if you had something else to say about Ruby Riot, oh, um, just I, I think that they they 
she came in the way that she did with the uh, the riot squad, and then the one getting pregnant and having to leave kind of left her and Liv Morgan up in the air. And then WWE just didn't know what to do with her anymore. So I hope that she gets the 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 push in AEW that she deserves, which it seems like she is. Just as a side note, you know how in every generation of of wrestling, you have your, you know, like for me it was it was obviously Sunny, and then blah blah blah. Right. Every every generation of of female wrestlers, you have your one where you're like, "Yep, that's the one. That's my uh, hey, how you doing?" <laughs> I just gotta say, right, on a right. side note, for me and this generation of women's wrestlers, that is Liv Morgan. Yep. <laughs> Okay, I just saying. That. Now I'm, I agree with I agree with you with Sunny, and then in the late '90s it was Trish Stratus, obviously, and in this generation now, Stacy Keebler, Stacy Keebler, for me, and then I like Stacy, but she seemed I don't know, she seemed high maintenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, had to give my shout out to Liv Morgan there because we mentioned her. So. Not a problem. Call um, name. <laughs> no, don't do that. I'm a married man. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, the next <laughs> one is Lana. Thank God. <laughs> now, I'll say something about Ruby. You, you, do you know why I think Ruby? This might be out of left field. Do you know, do you know why I think Ruby Riot got released? Why? Honestly. I think of her as being one of those people that Vince McMahon's like, ugh, look at her. Yeah, you know what I mean, you got a point like, there. I'm an attractive chick, you know. Like I kind of like she's not ugly. Chick. No, she's not yeah, ugly. I like her. a punk yeah. chick. You know what I mean? But I, I guarantee Vince McMahon probably just didn't like her look. Ugh. Oh, more than likely. More than likely. Uh, that's that's what I think it was. And and Lana, Lana's a beautiful woman, and I just think. She got released because I think she was. Uh, she got deter. She got deemed to be more of a fucking headache than she's worth. Yeah. My so. feeling on Lana is, if you botch in the ring every time you wrestle, but you can do perfect dance moves on TikTok, maybe you're practicing the wrong craft. <laughs> you know. What I, I mean? think she would. Have, I think Her she TikTok would have videos a- were flawless. She would have a much longer career in the WWE if they would have never put her in the ring. She's a hell of a I agree. She's a manager. And manager and all that. Um, I agree. Next person, Buddy Murphy. Big loss. Big loss, I agree. Um, I, I, I didn't like what they did with him. With the, I, I wasn't a fan of the Mysterio deal. Um, uh, the... Right. the, the but before that, when he was doing the 205 Live stuff and he was in the cruiserweight division, right. that guy is is a hell of a performer. That kid cut weight. He went from 225 to 205 in about three months. And when he came out of that ripped and then showed off his way of wrestling, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. good for him. Let's see what they're going to do with him. They gained the cruiserweight title. And then they gave it. They had him lose to Tony Nese at WrestleMania, and then he never got to do anything else after that. Yeah, you know what I mean. It yeah. it, it was it's a it's a big missed opportunity. I think Buddy Murphy could have been a very good. I don't want to think world champion, Nate and Aaron, 
but a good intercontinental, a good United States champion in the future. You know, Definitely. Someone Definitely. would have been nice in the middle of the card. All right. Alistair Black. Um, big, big, big mistake losing him. Yeah, that one, that one kind of baffled me. That like when, when he got released, I was like, what the shit? I didn't understand. I mean, I don't know if there was, I don't know if there was drama behind the scenes, um, or anything, but I know that I, I have liked that guy since he was <laughs> on the Indies. Um, yep. I was a big mark for him. I was really excited when he signed with WWE. Um, he has a unique look. He has a unique voice. He has a unique style. Um, and uh, yeah, big loss. A stupid, stupid move to release him. They, you know, the, the stupidity of it all was too. Nate. They let him go with no, no compete clause. Yeah. So not only did he leave WWE, but a week later he was in AEW. It was like Rick Rude ending up on, on on Monday Nitro and Monday Night Raw on the same night. It was like, how the hell did you let this happen? Really? Not right. only did you lose one of your biggest names that you signed over the last few years, but he's gone that quickly and already on another company. And then on top of that, he's being pushed in AEW the right way. They're letting him take out the, as he calls him, the Caesar of AEW, Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes. You know, and I think once they let him get near a title or, you know, break away from Cody, he's going to blow up. So yes. Big, big loss on the WWE's part. All right. Braun Strowman. Trash. He, he he had run his course. I think there was there was a time. Yeah. There was a time where I could say I could justify them pushing Braun like they did because there was a time when he was over. People wanted him to beat Brock Lesnar. You know, yep. he was like, he was yep. super over there for a while. But I think by the time he left, he'd run his course. It was time. It, he was, they were beginning, you know, the, he went from a monster and then he became the, the funny guy. They were kind of transitioning him, transitioning him into that big show comedy routine. Mm-hmm. And then he beat Goldberg for the world title. And it was like, dude, okay, they're actually going to push him now. But then that god awful fiend feud. With the swamp ass match, any, yeah, yeah, yeah. It murdered any credibility he had, and then they were just like, "Okay, Braun's gonna shave his head and walk around dressed like a Hardy Boy from 1998, <laughs> you know, black pants and green shirt." Yeah. But oh, by the way, you fired kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but he hasn't showed up anywhere else yet, except for that EC3 thing that they did. You know, where you know, EC3 tries to control the narrative. It's like they did a TV show mm-hmm. or on YouTube or whatever. He hasn't showed up in another company since. So I think he might be done with wrestling, to be honest. Um, um, I always fuck this guy's first name up. Um, Ariana Davari. Davari's Ariana. little... I don't. I don't yeah. really have. I don't really have a comment on Davari. No, okay. no, he was he was a standard two hundred five live guy, and now he's bopping around in AEW just for enhancement talent. He's not even signed. All right. Uh, next on the list is a guy. I'll just say I was a fan of him. Um, was Tony Nice? He got released. Tony Nice got released. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really have any comment on it. 
He he was decent. He's all right. Great, great athlete, great physique. Um, did a lot of wonderful moves in the ring, and I kind of hope that AEW signs him uh, because they're going to need you know somebody on Rampage and things to have that cruiserweight opening match like WCW used to have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm a fan of him. I I just I think WWE was clearing the the weeds out and figured he was one of them. Uh, this guy, I don't even know how you say this fucking name. Um, Artuno Riaz, Ruaz. I don't know who that is. Spell A R T U N O R U A S. Oh, okay. Nate Raw Underground, the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guy. Did you watch Raw Underground? Uh, unfortunately, yes. But I uh, okay, remember the guy who came out in the karate kid pants. Yeah, va- vaguely. Vaguely. Yeah, that's the only thing I know of him. Not a big loss. <laughs> no, he's not worth talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, these guys got released together. Breeze Dango. Um, Aaron, I know you're a Johnny Curtis um, fan. I'm a Johnny Curtis fan. I'm not a Fandango fan. Well, I should say I, okay. I was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I I like Johnny Curtis and Fandango. Was an okay character. It just kind of was a one trick pony. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And right. Tyler Breeze, um, Tyler Breeze, fucking little guy, but you can't tell me that Tyler Breeze can't fucking work. That dude. Oh, yeah. Fucking super talented. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I, I, definitely. Not even, not even saying, like, not even, like, be like, oh, Aaron's, whatever. Like, he was a dude that could work. He was good looking. He could talk. You know what I mean? Like, I just mm-hmm. think that guy just got. I agree. Totally, I, this is like the first guy that I'm actually going to say some shit. About. I think Tyler Breeze got fucking buried for no goddamn reason. That guy, I'm not saying he should have been the world heavyweight champion or whatever, but when you're the guy <laughs> on the rock, it's like, hey, we got Jushin Liger for one night. All right, let's put him in there with Tyler Breeze. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, because right. we know Tyler Breeze is gonna be able to give this guy a good motherfucking match, and I just I think I just think that guy sh- should have been much more than what he was in the WWF. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um. So the next is another tag team, the Bollywood Boys. Only thing I remember about them is I didn't like Randy them when- fucking that one up. I'm looking right at the camera. Uh, like, you I, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> I didn't like them with, with Jinder Mahal. I thought that they were very annoying. And I really didn't like their wrestling ability. So, that's yeah. all I really know of them. This other, they, this next person, I don't know how to say their name either. Um, so, I'll just spell it. Maybe you guys can know what I'm saying. It's M A R. I N A is their first name, last name S H A F I R. Yes, Marie. Uh, it's Mar- Marina Schaefer. She was. She is actually Roderick Strong's wife, hmm. but she was yeah. hired again with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. They were. Well, that's the four horse of MMA. Maybe she needs another name. If Archie, it took Archie five attempts to try to say her fucking name. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird name. She never actually wrestled uh, because she got pregnant halfway through the whole Ronda Rousey being in WWE thing, 
so she was barely training. And I think they let her go because they never really saw anything from her. And again, it was one of those, make Rhonda happy by hiring all her friends. All right. August Gray. Don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. Barely saw yeah, barely barely saw him on NXT. I don't know much about him. Kurt Stallion. Nope. Nothing. Is that a porn star? Nope. I have no idea. With Lars Killian, <laughs> Killian Dane. Slight missed opportunity with Killian Dane. He was very over in Ireland and in England as Big Damo. Uh, his wife is still on the roster because his wife is Nikki Cross. And um, I think if they would have just let him be himself and not put him with uh, first, um, you know, the Eric Young uh, group that they had, and then he ended up with Drake Maverick as a tag team. It just, yeah. I think if they would have just let him be a monster on his own, he could have been big. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say on it other than I thought the Drake Maverick thing was stupid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Um. I am I am I am partial on Bray Wyatt because of how big of a fan of his I am, okay? From the very beginning. Do I think that probably through no fault of his own some of the things that they did with the fiend gimmick were silliness and made it silly because in the reality the gimmick itself is cool as shit. But they did some silly, stupid things with it that made him look silly and stupid. However, where I'm going to give Wyndham Rotunda the credit that I'll give him, and again, it's probably because I'm partial because I'm a big mark for him, is I think no matter what garbage they gave him, no matter what turd (laughs) they gave him, he gave us the shiniest possible turd he could. He did the best he could. With all the garbage they gave him. That guy is a hell of a fucking performer. And if AEW gets him, I, ho- I just hope they don't fuck it up. I was very uh, upset when I heard that he passed that he had, you know, got fired. Because he was home mourning the loss of uh, uh, Luke Harper, John Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and still dealing with all the anxiety that went along with that. Um, great talent. Excellent promo. Excellent promo. Whether he was in the Firefly Funhouse or in the swamp, that son of a bitch knew how to cut a promo. Mm-hmm. And you, you said it right, Nate. Whatever piece of shit they gave him, he turned it into a diamond. And he said, here, you asked me to do it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> let's go. On. Let's move on with it. Yeah. You know? um, two-time world heavyweight champion, but yet never got to hold the title longer than a month. Um, and, yeah, I hope AEW... I hope AEW get him and push him so hard that they rim him down Vince McMahon's throat and Vince McMahon looks at Triple H and goes, what the fuck did I do? Right. Uh, I think he's going to be a guy that winds up back there before he goes to AEW. That's just my thing. Um, a lot of people are saying that this is all a work that he was wanting to release people that was... I don't, think it's, a, I don't think it's a work. I just, think that, I, I just I think he'll just wind up back there before he goes to AEW. Um, the next guy is Ric Flair. Well, <laughs> if it didn't happen when it happened, it would have happened yeah, anyway. Right, um, right. 
and I don't know. Nature's his own worst enemy. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he really is. He, he's his own worst enemy. Right. He, he cannot, I don't know what it is, but he just can't not. It, what's the, what am I looking for? He can't not fucking step in it. He I can't don't stay know. out of trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can't stay out of trouble. It's like you were 87 years You're, old. Act like Act like it. Eat your goddamn Werther's originals and shut the fuck up. <laughs> take your Metamucil. Yeah, take, your, take your Metamucil and. <laughs> this is my problem with Ric Flair. I am a huge Ric Flair mark. I will be till the day I died. But. He was still popping up for no reason on WWE television, whether it be with Charlotte or whether when they put him with with Randy Orton for that little bit, and then with the with with Braun Strowman, and then with the Big Show, and then with, it was ridiculous. And yes, I agree with Nate. If he wouldn't have gotten fired or asked for his release then, they would have done it after Dark Side of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's cutting promos and has this podcast that he does called called the Uncensored uh, Podcast. With that fat slob um, Mark Madden. Uh huh. Which is the worst. Why couldn't he get Conrad? Why did he have to get Mark Madden? Gold well, him and Conrad had a show right. before, and it didn't really work out. Right. Somebody so, posted a thing. Um, Somebody posted because Flair, Flair used to eat on his podcast. Like he'd be eating food and stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. And and there was actually like a so, show where this this guy was on there. And they were ta- they were talking about um, headlock on hunger, and feeding starving kids. And as they're talking, you can hear Ric Flair eating. It's <laughs> a real thing. And yeah, we got to feed those kids. Man. Somebody posted on another on another uh, uh, Facebook page, um, like they were like, "What's the over under on on how long how many shows you think we're in that uh, Flair starts eating on on the podcast?" And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be terrible. If Mark Madden and Flair are both on there, or you know right. they're both going to be eaten. <laughs> but, but he's been saying a lot of crazy shit on the podcast, such as he should have sued the WWE for the man gimmick that Becky Lynch is doing and that they are holding hostage his NWA world title and his uh, Wigan Eagle title that he won when he won the Royal Rumble because they owed him money, and then he gave them the belt. Something, it's stupid. He needs to shut up. It's like he's senile. Yeah. It's yeah. like, Jim Hurd, I won my belt. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. He, he doesn't know when to shut up. But I will, I will say this, though. This is the last thing I'm going to say on this. I find it odd that after... A Dark Side of the Ring depicting New Jack trying to murder Vic Grimes and a Dark Side of the Ring showing Nick Gage as the King of Deathmatch. Ric Flair is the one who came out of that show looking like an asshole, but they came out looking like they were the greatest people ever. Yep. You know what I mean? It's your audience. <laughs> Two people that murdered, you know? They didn't try I to... murder Vic Grimes. I showed my dick to a, to a stewardess. Yeah, so it's, it's New Jack... New Jack tried to murder a guy that <laughs> fucked him up. He didn't try to put his dick in some innocent woman's hand. That's <laughs> okay. Yep. We don't know that for sure. We don't know that for sure, Aaron. Well, he didn't talk about it on TV. Or at least he didn't <laughs> do it in an area where people would see it. He was smart well, about you it. You know what you were for? For Tommy Dreamer. 
got caught in all of this for no reason. No. Tommy Dreamer can't even walk out of the Tommy Dreamer should have said, I ain't talking about nothing about nothing. He's the one that went on fucking national TV and fucking spilled his goddamn guts and then said, eh, that's just flair being flair. Now, that was stupid. And that's the only other thing I'll say about it. I guarantee, I feel like there's probably not going to be another Dark Side of the Ring season because none of these guys are going to want to talk to those guys. (laughs) Right? 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 Scorpio's like, damn, I admitted to wanting to kill Road Warrior Hawk on one of those episodes. Yeah, nobody will talk to these guys anymore. Um, the next guy on the list is Bobby Fish. Guy I'm a fan of. Um, I am a fan of Bobby, and he's doing great in AEW. Uh, but I will say this. Just like I mentioned with Samoa Joe, Bobby was getting injured every six months, and they didn't really have anything to uh, to go on. Well, I understand him, that. Uh, as far but- as pushing him. My thing with Bobby Fish is I would have kept Bob- – and, and him being in AEW is going to be good for him because they only wrestle, what, like twice a month? Or not twice a month. Like, not, not twice a month. You know what I'm saying? Like they have their TV show mm-hmm. and they have their paper – they have a pay-per-view like every, what, two months, three months? Yeah. So it's a very reduced schedule. I wouldn't have released Bobby Fish because I would have said, hey, Bobby, you get hurt a lot or whatever, but you're fucking talented – Let's just go ahead and have you train people. I and agree with that. If we need to every once in a while, bring in and and have you have a match on NXT with somebody or something. I wouldn't. Really, I would have. I would have scaled back Bobby Fish and put him in the office. If that makes sense. <laughs> maybe, I feel maybe bad mostly. I feel bad mostly though for Kyle O'Reilly because now he's just left floundering in in NXT because he has nobody. You know, Adam left. Bobby Fish left Roderick Strong doing the diamond mine thing. So Kyle it's just O'Reilly. like Kyle O'Reilly here. Here's Yeah, he he say he supposedly sent an interview to manage that contract that'd be gone. So. Alright. Bronson Reed. Um for his size, really good talent. I was surprised they released him. Me too. I think he could have been the next Bam Bam Bigelow. But that's just me. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, whoever that is. Not a fan. I don't know who that is. Oh, um, yeah. A little botchy. A little botchy in the ring. And it kind of goes to show that she's not working anywhere else because she popped up in AEW for one match and an impact for one match. And now she hasn't been seen since. So. I think everybody realizes she's a little dangerous in the ring. <laughs> what, what, Aaron? What? 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 I see. I see you smiling. <laughs> Just when Archie said that, I was like, "There needs to be a clumsy midget, and his name is Little Bocce. <laughs> little Bocce. <laughs> little Bocce. I like him. Little Bocce. Falls on his head all the time. <laughs> I was like, I was like Louis. I was like Louis Armstrong there for a minute. I knew Aaron had a joke. I was gonna be like, I know something's coming when you're smiling. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a fucking clumsy midget. Where Aaron, Aaron, he comes out dressed in caution tape. <laughs> oh Christ! Here comes little Bocce. <laughs> it, it's little. It's little. It's 
It's little bocce. You know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Rust. Who's that guy? Tyler Rust. Uh, He sucks. Okay. Yeah, he was bad. (laughs) Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves was all right. Um, I thought he had potential. Um, it's funny, uh, I think before we recorded Reliving the Extreme a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was while we were talking, we talked about people being released, and Chad Austin asked about, was Kona Reeves released? I liked that guy, and I said, I think he was like two releases ago. <laughs> he didn't even realize, but right. but yeah, he, he right. Ch- Chad was obviously a mark for him too, but yeah, that guy had potential, like he, was, he could have been a good cocky little heel. I don't know, has he wrestled anywhere he since, he Archie? No. Okay. No, he hasn't popped up anywhere. But um, I, the one thing I didn't like about him is it seemed like he was trying to come off as a, a as the Rock. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. like a lot of his, his mannerisms and things were like he stole them from the Rock. It was obvious, like he was like he wanted you to know that, right? You know what I mean? But I mean, he was still good in the ring as far as what I saw. Yeah, he was a he pu- was there too long. He he was a puppy with big paws, and I think he could have grown into him and and been something. <laughs> Leon Ruff. Yeah. Who? Leon Ruff. I don't know who that is. Um, oh, next oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Stephen Smith. Don't know who that is. Uh, Jake no, Atlas. No, don't know that. Jake Atlas um, was all right. I, decent in the ring. Was very close friends with Ty Valkyrie and... Uh, John Morrison that I know of, and I was surprised that they fired him because he is an openly gay wrestler, and I know that they sometimes don't like to fire people who are openly gay based on, like, you, you won't remember how long they kept Darren Young around. Mm-hmm. They're always worried about somebody possibly bringing a lawsuit because, well, you only fired me because I was gay. You well, know, but. he couldn't have said that in 2021. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> Fuck, we fired 30% of our talent. <laughs> right. And only three of them like the dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's including the females. Yeah. Um, who is Ari Sterling? I don't know. Sounds like a lawyer. Who? A R I. That's Ari, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Ari Sterling. I don't know who that is. Uh, Desmond Troy. Must have been a 205 live guard. Yeah. I don't know. Who, Never heard of him. Don't know who Desmond Troy is. Zachariah Smith. Nothing. Nope. Like an Amish dude. Uh, <laughs> Asher Hale. Nope. No. This just this sounds like their list of names, potential names. Yeah. Um, anyway. Right, giant Zangir. <laughs> it sounds like is this indie results on Slice of Time? No, it's yeah. giant Z A N G E E R. Don't know, no, giant I don't remember Zangier. this person. No, it sounds like some like Oops. fucking obscure shit that like they talk about on House. <laughs> like at first they think it's lupus, but on House it's never lupus. But they. <laughs> It never is. So they said he has giants right here. And then, and then, and then, House is like, "Did you, did you, choreograph the, the right temple lobe?" And then the chick's like, 
uh, Cameron's like, do you think it's giant Zen gear? There's no way. <laughs> you, always have you think he has a giant Zen gear? Oh <laughs> and then it turns out it wasn't a giant Zen gear, but they were on the right path. <laughs> the, it was actually an Ari Sterling. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that guy got released. I think, were, I, I think these were students that they didn't ever bring on TV. They had to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the next couple guys I, think <laughs> I probably have a lot to say about. So let's get into them. Uh, Keith Lee. Big fat oh, God. miss. Big fat miss. That guy is so fucking good. It's unbelievable how good that guy is. What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm going to liken what they did with Keith Lee to a 17-year-old that you hand a brand new Ferrari to that goes, I wanted a Porsche. Vince McMahon didn't know what the hell he had there. No. No, you I know. mean... 300 pounds, six foot five, and could fly like a cruiserweight. The first, the first mistake I saw, and and, and, and you'll get you'll get why I'm saying this with Keith Lee. The first mistake I saw is when they brought Dominic Dijakovic to Raw and made him T-bar. Then the second mistake I saw was how many times they dropped the ball with Keith Lee. Like those two guys, and you can tell me if you think I'm. You know, pissing up a rope here, Archie. Nope. But Keith, Keith Lee, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic is a WrestleMania main event. Without a doubt, those two guys together, not and separately, are so talented for their size. That's why I just don't get it. I don't get why Vince didn't see it and doesn't see it. With, see, here's with, the thing, though. You mentioned that they, they they could have a WrestleMania match. They had four matches in the span of six weeks in NXT, mm-hmm. and the fans never stopped cheering. Exactly, there wasn't a boo. There wasn't a "this is boring" or "we we want something new." The fans ate it up with a spoon. Okay, so and and I don't I know how hear that. I don't know how many times you've yeah. I don't know how many times on shows we've done together, Archie. You've heard me rave about it. I know Aaron's heard me talk about it ad nauseum, but I'll just say this. To me, Dominic Dijakovic and and Keith Lee is like watching a modern match between Mike Awesome and um, Masato Tanaka. Masato Tanaka, which are some of my watching those two wrestle each other are some of my favorite matches. And yeah, Keith Lee, total fucking. No, those the Dominic Dijakovic in in Ring of Honor never got the push to the world title that he deserved. Keith Lee in the indie scene never got the push that he deserved. When they got to NXT, I was screaming, going, finally, they're right. going to get... And they got the push because they had those four matches. Lee won the North American title. And then they got Lee the moment everybody wanted, him holding both North American and NXT titles in the ring at the same time. And then two weeks later, you brought both of them to the main roster and screwed both of them mm-hmm. yeah. in, in the matter of minutes. It's almost like Vince went, you know what, Hunter? You really built these guys up well. Well, thanks, Pop. Yeah, I'm going to fuck it up in a week. Watch. <laughs> Watch me fuck this up, and pal. Him. Watch me screw right. this up in a week. It took you a year. I'm going to screw it up in a week. <laughs> you guys ready for the next one? Yep. Yeah. Carrying Cross. 
Um, I don't get it. I don't get. I don't get it at all. Yeah. You know, the guy is. He's not a. I've never seen Karrion Cross have a five star match. Um, but I have seen Karrion Cross have a presence in the ring and a charisma that makes him a star to me, and I just don't. I don't get it. This is to see. I, I'm, I I I agree with you, but we all know the myth behind Vince McMahon. He likes those big, burly looking dudes, muscular, tall, and that have you know powerhouse moves. That's carrying cross to the T, mm-hmm. you know. And I've seen this guy wrestle in Japan, Mexico, Impact, MLW, and then come to WWE and NXT. And that gimmick that they gave him in NXT was actually perfect for him. Yes, but TikTok Doomsday is on its way. If they wouldn't have given him that stupid S and M looking helmet and ro- and demolition gear to wear, and would have let him actually just go out there in the black trench coat and gloves and destroy his opponents for the first few weeks, other than letting him lose to Jeff Hardy in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would have gotten over because the crowd never got a chance to really know him. You took Scarlett away from him for no reason. That was one of the main reasons people got interested because she would come out singing the song mm-hmm. and then they'd see this big ominous looking figure behind him. It, it was stupid. I just don't understand it. Me neither. I don't get that one at all. That chick's a smoke show. <laughs> she is. She uh, is. Nia Jax. Bye. Jax, however you say her fucking Thank name. Thank God. Thank God. At least, at least they got rid of her before she killed someone. Right. The, the rest <laughs> of the roster should have been around shaking Vince McMahon's hand for that one. Thank you, Vince. She did. She's not going to hurt us anymore, Vince. Thank you, Vince. You know. Show us, you know, you know, in the courtrooms, show us on the ball where that person hurt you. Show <laughs> us on the Nia Jax Elite where she hurt you. You know, she every match she killed somebody and it was getting worse. Yeah, not a, not a loss, especially for uh, keeping what little roster they have left healthy. No, they still they released, they released 70 guys and they still have 400. <laughs> But the next person is is Ember Moon. She never lived up to her potential. I don't know if it was them, if it was her. Um, She's one of those ones I can't figure it out because it's not like they ever, um, it's not like they ever like changed her gimmick or tried to fuck with her or anything. So I don't know. I don't know on that one who's to blame, whether it's Ember or whether it's WWE. She just never reached her potential. I agree. Right. Um, uh, great talent, but just never reached what she needed to be. Right. Eva Marie. Sayonara. What a waste. <laughs> can, I, can I say something here without anybody getting angry at me? Because whenever I say this around people, they look at me like I'm a, I'm a dumbass. What's that? How did she go from looking like Jessica Rabbit when she had the red hair? To looking like a drag queen with the purple hair. <laughs> I think it's what happened. She got she got too toned and too tanned. If right. that makes sense, she's too toned. <laughs> but yet, in two ways. 
and didn't learn how to wrestle at any point in time during her never, year and a half never. She had, and she's got an annoying voice. She's just an annoying presence. Yeah. I'm glad she's gone. Wasn't that an '80s band, Tommy yeah. Tone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she's gone. I'm like Jack Nicholson and Batman. You know, he's like, I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> I'm glad you're gone. I don't remember what song they sung, Tommy Two Tone. But anyway, huh? They weren't the eight six seven five three oh nine guys, were they? Oh, that was Jay Giles' band. Are you sure? I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think, I think, yeah, I know. Yeah. Mia uh, Yem. I think she's the one porking uh, Keith Lee, isn't she? Yes. 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 Uh, was great in Impact, and then she came to the WWE. Didn't like her her NXT gimmick, actually. That whole head bitch in charge street. You know, she was very street and hood. That wasn't what she was, but... I didn't like that they brought her in with that damn mask in, in uh, res- what was the name of that group? Uh, Resurrection or something? Like a- right, right. Yeah, oh, yeah whatever. Resurrection? Um, hey. I don't think, I, I don't remember what it was called. Resurrection or something. <laughs> something. It's, it's with the T-bar and Mace and all that shit. Yeah. I just I don't think that she fit in WWE to be honest. She never really got got anything going. Eight six seven five three oh nine Jenny. Enough, I was like, he's right. I'm is wrong. a nineteen eighty one song written by Alex Alex Call and Jim Keller and performed by Tommy Two Tone. Yeah, I was like, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um the next guy is a guy that just needs to stop trusting Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Okay. Who is it? It's Harry Smith. <laughs> right. oh, God. oh, God. He's just going to oh, let man. you down again. It's like <laughs> when, like, it's like when the girl that you're dating just, she, she breaks up with you and she winds up with some guy and she's like, oh, he's an asshole. I don't, he doesn't treat me right. You were so nice. Come back. And you're like, okay. And then they just break your heart again. <laughs> Stop it, Harry! You're in you know abusive. what, Aaron? That's the best. That was the best way that could have been put. In. I wonder <laughs> if when Harry told Tyson kid and Natalia and told, "Hey, J- Vince hired me back," Tyson's in the background. No, yeah, don't what do, do it. Don't go back. You've been so happy, Harry. You've been so happy. The stupidity. And then it's like, the it's going to be different. It's going to be different this time, guys. It's, it's going to be different this time. He told me change. He told me change. And just stop. No, just the thing is, is, you hired that guy back. You hired him back, and he never even made it on television, and you fired him. Like, look, Harry, we, we thought about it, and yeah, this is just going to work out. You know. And it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. He's so stunned. He hasn't been anywhere else since. He can't like get out of the the funk of him this time. <laughs> uh, Lindsay Dorada. Um, he's all right. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the Lucha House Party. I like Kalisto. That was about it. Uh, Grand Metallic. Metal- Grand Metallic. Again, he's fine, I like, but no I like, big loss. I like the way Aaron called him Grand Metallic. Grand Metallic. 
don't fucking know that guy. Again, I didn't like look at house party. Uh, so. G Rama. I don't know who that is. G E G E E T. Geet. Oh, geet, geet, oh, geet, oh, geet. oh, oh. <laughs> okay. All right. How many episodes of separate shows have we gone back to Little Wayne? <laughs> Not Little Wayne, Little John. Because <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you're both going to laugh about this. Geet Rama <laughs> has been with the WWE since eight years. Jesus. Since before Jesus. NXT started, he was in Ohio Valley, and then they moved him to Florida, and then he went to NXT. He had his first televised match three weeks ago on NXT. <laughs> and then he got released. It's but, like, hold on. The hold very on. next day. There's the my very next day, he got fired. So we're creating a story here, Archie. They did not realize he was on payroll. For eight years, like you know, you know, exactly. uh, Steven yeah. Root from The Office. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got my paycheck this week. I read the name. It was like oh, G. Rock. Like I didn't need her. I don't even know her. <laughs> no, on on. If you smell what the arch is cooking, I literally said it during the the while I was reading down in a I'm like, wow, I haven't seen G. Rum on TV in like six years. The very next day, Geek Rama released me. I was like, fuck. <laughs> what the hell happened there? That's funny. <laughs> I mean, not that you got released, Geek Geek, but. Geek Geek. But eight years and then all of a sudden you got fired. <laughs> uh, Katarina Cortez? I don't know who that is. I don't either. Yeah, me uh, either. Trey Batter? Trey Batter? <laughs> I don't know who that is either. Cake batter? T-R-E-Y-B-A-T-T-E-R. Trey batter. No. No idea. No, I don't know. Uh, oh, my God. I wouldn't even be able to fucking say this shit. Zeta Kamiya? Z-A-Y-D-A-K-A-M-E-A. I think you got it right, Zeta Kamiya. Yeah. But I don't know who I that is. Yeah. Uh, you exerted too much into that because we didn't know who she was. She doesn't know, know who I am either, so whatever. B-Fan? Right. Yeah, right. it's like okay. Zeta Kamiya. I might have fucked up your name, but I still have a job. So. <laughs> <laughs> I win. Um, B-Fab, I'll be honest, Hit Row made no sense to me when they got put together. And then they got called to the main roster, and then she was gone a week later. It made no sense. I'm going to say this so you don't have to run them all down. The hit, the hit row folks, Aaron, the only one that I'm uh, yeah. not, the only one that I'm disappointed in because I li- I've liked him for a long time since MLW is Isaiah Swerve Scott. Is Scott Bala yep, one of those people? Yeah. All right, we're not going to no. talk about that either. Yeah, he is one of them, yeah. What about Ashante Adonis? Yep, he's one of them too. Yep, he's one of them too. I'm gonna cross them people out. But yeah, Shane Scott, them people. Uh, <laughs> Shane, <laughs> Shane Scott, fantastic talent. Those, those talented athletes. I'm going to cross <laughs> them out. Yes, thank you for fixing that. 
You're welcome. Okay. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I've like, like I said, I've liked Swerve since the beginning of MLW when they first started their, you know, their show on YouTube. He was their first champion and he's a fantastic yep. athlete and uh, a missed opportunity, I think. Other than that, the rest of them I could live without. Did you watch him in Lucha Underground, Nate? Yes. That match he had with, with uh, AR Fox mm-hmm. where they went through the panes of glass and they, they killed themselves for 30 minutes. And yeah. then I heard he got signed by the WWE a couple days later. And I was like, you know what? This kid deserves every bit of success he gets after that. Yep. And I just, when I saw him come in, I was like, good. He's getting the push. He's getting what he deserves. Cruiserweight title, North American title, and then nothing. But nothing. at least now he's got an opportunity to go make a name for himself somewhere else. Absolutely. Um, The next guy is a guy that Nate knows that I was kind of a fan of. Because I kind of just like, how do I say it? Like, I like a wrestler... <sighs> I like my wrestlers to look different, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want them to all be right. body guys. Right. And, shit like that. and I, I just like a guy that just looks like a guy. And uh, it's Oni Lorcan. Oni Lorcan got released. I like Oni Lorcan. Um, and, and it's like I said, he's kind of like an old, like, he kind of had like an old school look to him of like a guy you'd see on fucking NWA. You know what I mean? Right. Not saying um, like. Not saying he's like the main event guy on the NWA, but he's not like a physique guy or whatever. He's just a he looks like a guy you'd see at the bar that you'd I, fuck with. You know what I mean? I liked his tag team with Danny Birch, um, and I'm a Danny Birch fan. Were, too. Like, like you said, they were yeah, they were they were a throwback tag team that looked like they belonged in the NWA. You're right about that, but uh, Oni has a, a soft spot in my heart also. My son and I went to a wrestling, an NXT show in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And we were walking around during the intermission, and I saw him standing there. So I walked up to him, and I didn't call him Oni Larkin. I walked up to him, and I went, and I said, Mr. Busick, could my son have your in, have your autograph? And he said, what did you call me? And I said, you're Biff Busick. And he said, you know what? For the last three months, nobody's called me that. Everybody's called me Oni. You know, his indie name was Biff Busick. He said, you must know me from the Indies. I'm like, I've been watching you for three years already. You, you know, you come into the WWE is great. He said, thank you very much. He signed my son's autograph. He took the hat, walked backstage, came back 20 minutes later, and the hat was filled with autographs from other wrestlers back there. That's cool. So he was a great guy when I met him, and I think he's a great talent. And I hope someone, someone, either NWA or Impact, sign him because I think he would be a tremendous talent there. Yeah, um, that is a cool story. <laughs> not to harp on. I, 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 <laughs> there was somebody that posted a story about how they were going to go to this fan fest. And they were going to buy tickets. Did you guys see this thing? Mm-hmm. Right, this guy was like, I want to talk about a wrestler that I met. And I'm going to tell you this story. And they posted this story. And it was about how they were going to go to this fan fest. And... Um, just buy tickets at the door or whatever. And as they were walking, yeah, somebody so they, asked they, met it, they, they showed someone how to get there. Yep. Yeah. So, so this person asked Go them ahead. for directions. They asked them for directions. So how to get to the arena. So they told him and they got there. And as they're waiting for waiting by their tickets, 
the guy that they gave the directions to said, give them two um, VIP exclusive tickets on me. And on he, me. these VIP yep. on these VIP tickets for like $375. Okay. To meet all these people is this all exclusive thing. Okay. <clears throat> Turns out the guy was Malachi black. Hmm. Yep. So he bought these people these tickets yep. because they were just nice and gave him directions. And then guess what my comment I put on the thing? Because all these people are like, oh, what a great guy. What a great guy. You know what my comment was? What? Nobody what? fucking keeps kayfabe anymore. He's supposed to be a goddamn heel. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what Corny would have said. <laughs> what the fuck? Right? <laughs> yeah, fucking bullshit. Nobody cares about the business anymore. <laughs> the thing I love anyway. about the story, Aaron, was the guy was so not into wrestling that he didn't realize it was Malachi Black. He just, this wrestler dude bought a oh, yeah. ticket. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, it, was cool Malachi 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 it was cool that Malachi Black... It was cool that Malachi Black did it, but yeah, I was just like, I'm going to fuck with these people. God damn! This is why the I said this is why the industry is in the fucking pit because nobody fucking takes care of their gimmick anymore. All right, the next person is uh, Frankie Monet. Uh, that was uh, yes, that's uh, John Morrison's wife, and then we see we see what happened a few days later. But anyway, um, she's all right. I mean. She's a decent worker. She's got to. I don't. I, I don't. Say all right, Nate. What? I wouldn't just say all right, but go ahead. Go ahead. No, I. Th- I think she's decent. I. I think she. Uh, she. She's the top in the relationship. She looks weird. <laughs> I love. I love the okay. silence. <laughs> I. I think nobody even heard what I said. <laughs> No, I heard what you said. I heard what you said. Okay. I, but, said, um, I think she's the top I, of the relationship. Oh, I think so too. But I think I think Archie disagrees with me on her. And I'm not saying she's bad. I just think she's passable. There's she's never done anything to me that I really was like, damn, that's um well A plus, you impact, know. Impact her one. And, and that could be capacity. that could be it too. I don't watch impact. So maybe like, I missed Aaron it. does. I try to give him a chance, but they were getting a little rough for me. I'm try- I try, yeah, man. Yeah, I give yeah, them the yeah. college try. We have- Every month and a half, I'm like, all right. They just got <laughs> this, co- this particular company just got through their pay-per-view. Everybody says it's really good. So I'm going to try to watch. Right. And like, oh, my God. How long is this? And how... There, I don't, I don't, I know, I know we're trying to keep it a certain length tonight, and I don't want to harp on it, but I, and I know I've said it a million times on this show. Is there a bigger miracle in the history of wrestling, other than the fact that, that Billy Graham and Jake Roberts are still alive, that TNA slash Impact Wrestling still exists? Like, Right, billion billion dollar wrestling companies go out of business, and this company has just fucking limped along for fucking twenty years now. And it's whenever it's about to close, somebody says, "Here's money." Like it's and it's also got the most disjointed history because of that. 
Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like WWE history, WCW, NWA history. You can look back and everything kind well, of. See, that's, the, that's the thing of it, though. They were joined at the hip to the NWA for the first few years, and then they went off on their own. And now they're not even the company that they were when they no. started. No. It's, so I don't know. Where, where does the world title lie? <laughs> in regards to, to Frankie Monet, she was great in Mexico, really good in, in Impact. And I just think that, that she finally made it to WWE. She was there six months. They let her wrestle four times and then fire her. But the thing I find hysterical about it, Nate, you mentioned what happened now a week later after she was fired. She gets fired. I just want to thank the WWE for you know giving me this opportunity. They're great. They're family. They're wonderful. Thank you so much. John Morrison gets released yesterday, and her tweet is, Fuck them guys. I hate the WWE. <laughs> you could tell yeah. she didn't want to cause any waves while he was still working right. there. Yep. But the minute he left, it was like, Fuck them, you know? <laughs> so. Scarlett Bordeaux. Once again, why? Why would you fire that woman? I wouldn't fire her from nothing. <laughs> from a manager's standpoint. I don't even care. <laughs> from a manager's standpoint. It's like, you, you don't even have to vacuum. You have to do the dishes. <laughs> just stand there and look good. Yeah, I don't even care if you touch it. Just let me look at you. <laughs> As a manager, I think she would have been fantastic in WWE, but I, I just I don't see it being a major loss because without Cross being there, she she's not for her to do there. So anything, Nate? No. All right, Drake Maverick. I don't like Drake, Ma- Drake Maverick anyway, so the fact that he's been fired twice is fine by me. Um, I'm sorry. Right. It's it's a person's living. I'm just joking. I don't like him, but um, it is what it is. I, I've never been a fan. Um, I wasn't a fan of him as Rockstar Spud. I, I don't know. He's, right. There's just he's something about him Rockstar. that doesn't doesn't appeal to me. I don't know. I think they need to repackage him as little bocce in AEW. <laughs> he's kind of small. Uh, no, I, I, he's the only person except for Samojo on the roster that could say he's been fired and rehired twice. Um, and I just, yeah, there was, I, I had no appeal for him. There was just nothing that he did that I could say was great. You know? um, it was kind of like Vince would be like that. Um, with this Drake Maverick guy, it would be like that. What was that Geico commercial? The old fisherman with a dollar. Almost had it. Everybody. Almost had it. He almost had it. Yeah, he's like, I caught a break, but yeah. But anyway, um, John Morrison. We just talked about him. I I have always been a man of two opinions on John Morrison because not with I really great. I really dig John Morrison in the ring. I hate John Morrison's personality. Right. I don't. I have never. I've. I've always found him annoying on the mic. I really like him in the ring, though. So. I'm the guy that's like I like the Miz and I like John Morrison, but I don't like the Miz and John Morrison together. <laughs> yeah, so. it was. You rehired him to bring him back to exactly what he was when he left. And then you you broke them up again. Miz went off and did Dancing with the Stars. And before he's even going to come back, to have that feud with him, 
you went out and you fired on Morrison. So, yeah, yeah, I've. All right, the next one is uh, Mike's sister uh, Tegan Knox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, another Mike one that got injured too much. She got injured way too much every time that they were pushing her. She get injured and have to go out with a knee injury or an ACL. Yeah, and yeah, she she won't be missed in the company because she really never got going. All right, Jackson Riker. I didn't like that guy anyway. Yeah, yeah. At one point the they were talking. The at one point they were talking about pushing him up to the main events a few months ago. I don't know what happened, but I mean, he wasn't that good anyway. But anyway, was he one of the guys that was hanging out with Driftwood? Um, I think so. Yes, yeah. I think so. Driftwood. Why isn't Driftwood on his fucking Driftwood? list? Driftwood. He released. That's Who's what Aaron. That's, that's what Aaron calls Elias. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He was with Elias. And I don't know how Elias is on the list. I don't either. The last guy is Shane Thorne. I like Shane Thorne. Me too. I I do too. And I think if they were gonna gonna fire him, it should have been when they got rid of his partner Nick Miller because they were a tag team when they came in. Um, actually, they actually were a great like tag the team. The Mighty Del Neal. Mighty Del Neal is a great fucking tag team. I really liked them. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They never got the push that they deserved in NXT. Um, and then you know he was what was he? Mace Tvar. What was his name? Don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Slabjack. Slabjack. You can say anything, Archie. And I, you can be like uh, Smokehouse Sausage. Yeah, that was his name. That was his yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. I, I got you. Because all of that, all of that shit is a blur to me a lot of times anymore. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I thought the Mighty Don't Kneel. They they kind of got the same fucking, not the same, but they kind of got the the um um. Davy Richards, Eddie Edwards, treat yes. in there. So you guys didn't realize what you fucking had. Mm-hmm. Like that. W- I agree. I know that happened a long time ago, but that's when I was just like, "Oh fuck it!" And <laughs> like when the American Wolves showed up and they did nothing with it and just brought them in, did one match and said, "Ah, we're not going to sign these guys." Like, you did they let them lose to the Ascension? Yeah. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the best goddamn tag team in the fucking world. And you were just like, eh, never mind. We'll pass. Don't need them. Don't need them. Don't want them. Get the fuck out. Are you serious? It's the goddamn British Bulldogs of this fucking era, you fucking ignorant bastards. That's what I gave up on fucking Seriously. (laughs) I'm not lying, guys. I'm not lying. That I don't is what you gave up on modern fucking wrestling. Was you had this fucking it, guy uh, team, and you're like, eh, we're kind of tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Eddie Edwards has held the Impact title how many times, and Davey Richards is still going around the world wrestling. I was so fucking But it mad. goes back to what we always know about Vince McMahon. If he didn't create it, he destroys it, or he doesn't. He doesn't use it. 
It's just it, the the WWF is the WWF. The WWE is so goddamn ignorant. Now they're saying that fucking the Briscoes are going to AEW possibly. Mm-hmm. If they're fucking sitting there, no contract. Why is the WWF not like? Or I keep calling them the WWF. Why is the WWE not going? Hey, we need the fucking Briscoes. Sign them right now. Because Vince McMahon put out a mandate a couple of months ago saying they're not going to sign any more indie stars. They don't want and they want talent. They can grow themselves. That's why we got guys like Tony D'Angelo. And that's and why we Grace have a list Waller of on NXT. people that nobody's ever fucking heard of. Right. Like G.G. <laughs> Traybreaker. <laughs> and that, as they say... I, oh, go ahead, Archie. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say that, as they say, is that as Aaron rips up the list of 2021 <laughs> releases for the WWE. The year ain't over yet, though. They could fire some people on Christmas yeah. just to just so Vince can, you know, have a little hard on for Christmas. <laughs> I want them. To, I want to see who they. I want them to release like 40 people on Thanksgiving and another 20 on Christmas. <laughs> And then in gonna, years, I want them to hey, announce pal, they're closing their doors. Just, he's going to walk up to some random restaurant and be like, hey, pal, uh, get your uh, get your contract in this in this package. And they open it, and there's nothing in it. And he's like, ha, 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 exactly. <laughs> walk away. <laughs> I don't like new Vince. I like old Vince. Well, see, well, no, I call, I say there's Vince McMahon, and there is old Vince. I don't like old Vince. Right. Yeah. Old Vince, right. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, a sentence. we want to thank you for joining us this week on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Aaron, any parting words for our listeners? Nah, well, just thanks for listening. I know I didn't contribute much to this show. Like I said, I don't know half those people You were. actually hosted it, so. Yeah. Right. Listen, look at that. I'm a host. <laughs> He is a host, and his show, his show, will be debuting on the WrestleNet Radio Podcast Network this week. The year that was, nineteen ninety-seven. We'll be talking about the Final Four pay-per-view. Stay tuned for that, Mr. Mitchell. Mr. Mitchell, anything you'd like to say? Um, we wish everybody that's listening well in their future endeavors, and a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, yes, of course, yeah. of course, check out check out Archie on if you smell what the arch is cooking with his co-host, oh, Mr. Being modest. Mr. Yeah. Mark Brew. Is Mark going to be a permanent co-host? Or are we? Are we? Do I have to get a contract yes, ready? Yeah. Does he want some cheeseburgers or? Is that no, a new no, no. Mark is working on whatever item he can have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark is Mark is going to be permanent. Uh, he and I love talking wrestling together, and. Uh, he told me his point blank. What he told me was, you know, you only talk about NXT and AEW, and maybe your fans want to hear about Raw and SmackDown. I said, I don't have it in me to watch Raw and SmackDown and actually yeah. give my opinion. He said, Well, what if I do that? I said, You'd be saving your headache. Just <laughs> go for it. So. Well, thank, thank you, Mark. Stay Welcome to the team. Mark, Stay in your lane, new guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm Arch. It's not, do you smell what the brew is brewing? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, Mark is a great guy. He fits in perfectly. 
and also check your beans. <laughs> check, <laughs> check out, of course, if you smell what the arch is cooking, our modern product show show here on the network, as well as reliving the extreme with Aaron, Chad, Austin, and myself as we are talking about the history of ECW week to week. And my little show that we like to do, The Slice of Time, talking about 25 years ago in professional wrestling. So, so much going on. Lots of podcasts here on the WrestleNet Radio Podcast Network. We want to thank you all for participating, joining, and listening. And again, like I said, happy Thanksgiving. Have a great holiday. We will be back after the holiday with more of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Have a great week, everybody. The We Can't Wrestle podcast is a production of Maxin' Out Media, all rights reserved.